Hi, I'm Holly. And I'm Danielle, and you're listening to The Spooky Hour. We are getting alarmingly close to Halloween. Actually, this is technically our Halloween episode, really, if you think about it. Happy Halloween, is it? Because, yeah, because it comes out Monday the 25th, and then the 31st is the Sunday. Happy Halloween, bitches. Unless we, like, really get our shit together and drop the next episode on Sunday instead of Monday. (laughs) I'm never going to have my shit together. I mean, I can try. Next week's a disaster for me. It's not happening. But a girl can dream, right? Right. I mean, we should pay someone to edit for us and shit. We got to set up a Patreon and you guys gotta start buying us things quite frankly <laughs> stuart was i'm just, kidding stuart was like when are you gonna start selling those feet pictures and i'm like i can barely shower right now so like <laughs> no that's a thing some people like the dirty feet ew yeah i think feet are niche. disgusting feet are i don't gross. i don't get it i don't get it at all especially my feet i was blessed with my father's cracked heels um yeah <laughs> Just they're blessed. not cute they're not cute no matter how many pedicures i get i just yeah that's why i wear combat boots to the beach yeah that's uh, homeboy it homeboy wore combat boots yeah, the beach. yeah homeboy you, you was holly it. if you get that joke then you're my friend um like no one gets the joke no one is holly's friend <laughs> except sounds me. about right <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right um so holly has a little kind of announcement i guess today i feel weird saying that i have an announcement um so i don't remember what day exactly i'm really bad at pitching this but my friend from college tim he has his own podcast um complete opposite end of the spectrum as us um his is sex ed with tim so it's all about sexual education sexual liberty uh, exploring sexuality also like sexual health he's really good at what he does he's really cool i get it totally not our thing but he was like i want to do a halloween episode and i need the spookiest bitches on the planet so he asked us to go on for his halloween episode and danielle has a newborn so <laughs> <laughs> danielle barely has time to do anything so so holly's doing it i'm gonna do it with him it's Sorry, gonna be him. <laughs> <laughs> no you will be there in spirit i am doing one little spooky story in your honor because we couldn't do the spooky hour without a spooky story i love it um so yeah it'll be fun we will be talking about murder and spooky stuff with tim he's a hoot uh once i get more information i'll post it on the socials but i'm pretty sure it's coming out on halloween oh i love that i'm here for i'm pretty it. sure i'm pretty sure so i'll drop the links i'll share his page i'll do all of that um everybody give it a listen because i think it's gonna be fun yeah and if if you don't give it a listen then i might steal one of the stories from that episode and just record it here because <laughs> i i really like them i picked good stories <laughs> You're like this is less work for me I mean, that too <laughs> I love that. That was my first thought. I was like, I could just use one of these. But I'm like, these are really good stories. So, <laughs> like, it works. But, yeah, that's that's all I have going on. Yeah, so check that out. Check it. Check I'll get it. links eventually. I'm bad at my job. Um, Listen to it. It'll be cool. The end. Yeah. Spookiness. Uh, oh, yeah. Are we ready to go? Are we ready to get spooky? I was actually going to talk about them finding oh, Ryan right. Landry's partial remains Mm, yeah that whole thing is fucked guys i have a theory and hear me out because i we obviously think brian probably did it yes there's no hard evidence but like i have brother did it brian did it yeah my my mind just keeps running and like hear me out 
just hear me out. What if some serial killer saw them arguing and was like, guys, this is the perfect target. So he, like, killed her, took him, and then made it look like a murder-suicide and is getting away with it. It's possible because uh, there were other, like, disappearances Mm -hmm. and deaths from that area. So, like, it's a good theory. And they have... They found a skull, like his skull. So is like that what it was? Yeah. So it's been there for a while, and it's only Which partial is, remains. That bothers me because, like, there's been so many like sightings. I'm putting that in air quotes. We don't have video, but um, like recent sightings. So it's like it's confusing to me how he could be in that state. Now I know that like weather and like critters have a factor. Yeah. So like florida it's hot and damp it would like speed up the decomposition process but like i don't know if it would be like just bones at that at that stage i have no idea and they didn't really say it they just said they found a skull so i'm like is there still flesh are we, yeah like, what is what like what, what part happened? of the decomposition are we at you know yeah <laughs> we, we need all the disgusting details we do um i <sighs> i'm also really mad that he's dead i'm also really mad that he's dead my theory, I I truly believe this whole time that his parents have been helping him. Mm-hmm. Like, they've just been too weird, too quiet, too angry. I don't know if you've seen the TikTok going around where, uh, it so they're, like, gardening, putting that oh, in your quotes, hand. and it looks like a hand comes up. The video quality's not great. It's a little mm-hmm. blurry, but fishy nonetheless. But, but at the like, same time, it's kind of like you're looking for something at that. I yes, like absolutely. I saw the video. I don't think anything's there. I think that's kind of weird. But like you're at that point, you're looking for something to be wrong absolutely. with that video. Every little weird blip in any footage, anything is like that's something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like I get that. Yeah. Um, but the weird thing to me is like they've been looking for him for like what almost two months now. August she went missing or something. I think it was the end of August. And they started looking in September. Yeah, and they looked in that area before and there was nothing mm-hmm. but his parents show up for 20 minutes and know. there's a body and belongings so my theory is that they've been in contact this whole time he's genuinely been on the run and he i guess messaged them saying that he was going to end his life or whatever mm-hmm. and they were like oh shit we have to go find him and then maybe they realized they needed the fbi's help so they like swung a deal that's also something i saw on twitter a lot of people think they helped the fbi to like avoid any accessory to murder charges Mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah because i was gonna Um, say if they're like hiding him they're gonna be charged absolutely so god knows what happened uh i would like to know what happened right there and i hope like i hope as graphic as this sounds i hope he left a note or like i know there was a journal i hope there's something in the journal because her poor family like they're saying the journal was found so they found a backpack and a journal and the journal was outside of the backpack so ended up being soaked so they're uh, doing everything they can to dry it out before actually saving it it. yeah Uh, i hope they can because all i could think about is like like everybody and their aunt susan thinks he did it like it's mm-hmm. it's looking a lot like he did it but there's always going to be that what if so like what if the family's like resenting him all this time and he didn't actually do it or like you know what i mean like there's so many so much guilt so much shame because yeah. they I confirmed it through like, like dental records yeah which so is like, weird that's when you're usually like you know gone mm-hmm. beyond recognition yeah you can't id the person and apparently them looking for like him they ended up finding two other bodies yes i actually heard it was four i heard oh, four other bodies four. Holy yeah um and i know back when this case first happened there was a couple that was found dead i believe in their tents and i believe mm-hmm. they were shot oh, and God. then there was 
there was two men that also went missing from the same area and i don't think their bodies were recovered unless they were among this newly found batch batch of bodies i'm so awful um (laughs) it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it just to be like because like right now we don't have anything we just know it's yeah remains and that's all we got and i can't i can't stop thinking about it like my god (laughs) and i kind of hope that like if it really was him and they have all the evidence even though he's like dead he still gets charged can you do that can you do a post post post-mortem charge why the fuck not or like sue the estate or something like something has to be done if he did Did you see that they put um on the parents um lawn there's like Mm -hmm. flowers and stuff and someone put a protest sign yeah and their Uh, dad was filmed taking it off their lawn yeah i go both ways on that like you can't really blame him because like he could be going through shit too but also like he looks like aggressive and angry in the video and it's not like a good look from like a pr standpoint to be you know what i mean yeah yeah that case is fucked uh if you have any theories and want to chat with us just message us we are more than willing to talk about it yeah definitely (laughs) i think we've been talking about it for like four days straight at this point we have and then (laughs) and then on top of the alec baldwin is a murderer oh my god that is bananas the shit is bananas guys (laughs) i just i feel so bad for everybody on that set i can't some someone fucked up their job real bad there someone's getting fired (laughs) that should never happen no that poor woman yeah uh yeah happy fucking monday guys <laughs> right should we just get into some spookies let's do it let's let's uh soothe our wounds with like terror and horror let's do yeah, that <laughs> this one actually isn't too bad but it's i i found it interesting let's go um so we're gonna talk about the el rancho hotel it sounds great it sounds, it's, i would go to it Is um, it in texas uh it's in new mexico actually oh i was close yeah it's low, so it's in gallup new mexico it was gallup gallup <laughs> So, like, they went really far to name these things. They're like, what does sound does a horse make? Oh, my God, Gallup. Let's play in this place. Gallup. It was was built in 1936 by director D.W. Griffith and his brother. So, the area was booming due to, like, the filmmaking industry. It was a hot spot for, like, old Western movies. Mm -hmm. So, now D.W. Griffith was always using the area for his Western movies, but... um, the spot that he usually used was, like, located in, like, literally the middle of nowhere. So him and his brother built the El Rancho Hotel to ag- accommodate the production staff as well as, like, the actors and actresses. So right off the bat, this place was, like, a place of luxury. Because mm-hmm. it was also, like, literally a hotel. Um, so just because movie stars were staying there, it just kind of, like, boomed. Um, also, a lot of movies were also filmed there and their surrounding area. So some movies include The Bad Man, uh, Sundown, Rocky Mountain, Fort Massacre. There's a shit ton others, but I have not seen a single one of them. <laughs> so I'm not naming all of them. I haven't seen any of these either. Are they like old ass movies? They're like old Western movies. Ah, yes. I have definitely not seen any of them. No, neither have I. Um, so this also helped bring in like a large tourist group. So the hotel was doing pretty well for itself. The hotel is located on Route 66, so when the interstate highway was built, it lost a lot of business, as people would rather, like, take the interstate and bypass Route 66 just because it was faster. If anyone has seen the movie Cars, duh, (laughs) same story. (laughs) Oh, I can't. Um, So, and then, like, also new film locations were being... Sorry. (laughs) I'm a mom now. I have to watch all of those. <laughs> oh, I watched them way before that. 
Honestly, I love kids' movies. They're so much better than adult movies. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, so also, like, new film locations were being found every year. So the hotel had, like, peak business from the 30s to the 60s, and then it dropped off. So not a lot of tourists because of the interstate, and then the area wasn't being used for filming, so there's, like, no movie stars staying there anymore. Um, by the 1980s, the place had gone to shit and was about to be destroyed <laughs> until Armad Ortega bought the property. So he restored the hotel to its original state, but then also added like a separate motel on the property um, for like a more modern touch for guests. For, for, oh, I thought you were going to say for poor people like us. <laughs> that too. Yeah, that too. Um, so it officially reopened in 1988, but it also got added to the National Register of Historic Places in January of the same year. So it's pretty much protected from, like, destruction now. Um, so as I said, many Hollywood stars have stayed in this hotel, and one of them was being John Wayne. Uh, some people believe his spirit hangs out in this hotel. There is a room named after him. I'm pretty sure every room has, like, a different name for different, oh, like, cool. people that have stayed there and people that have, like done films there yeah yeah so some people believe his spirit's still there um the room that is named after him has seen its fair share of activity apparently john can be also be seen walking across uh the front parking lot dressed dressed in his old like western clothes so like like a cowboy yeah getting ready to film like his next film like sorry bro you're dead so (laughs) does he have a does he have a ghosty cowboy hat on yeah i would assume so i hope so we should just go there and play Lady Gaga's song, John Wayne. <laughs> That's what I've been thinking this whole time. I'm so glad you said that. I almost started singing, but nobody needs to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> That's spooky enough. We would just end it right there. <laughs> um, so a lot of staff have just up and quit because of the amount of paranormal activity that happens in the hotel. Um, apparently, there are shadowy shapes uh, that drift up and down the hallways. So the lobby of the hotel is known for footsteps and creepy laughter, which is like hell no for me. As soon as you... The laughters, yeah. Yeah. Once you hit like footsteps and like voices, whatever. Once you get to the laughter stage, Danielle's out. Like, goodbye. Yeah. See ya. There's something about a, a like a manic laugh like that that's just like, so unsettling. Yeah. I don't like that in like horror movies or anything. Like, So I'm not scared of clowns at all, ever. I have no issue with clowns. But when they mm. do that like creepy laugh yeah like ugh, my like, insides want to leave my body like like it's nightmare fuel yeah that's what it is um so doors will open and close at random and then you get like your usual cold spots and also objects being moved um the bridal suite is said to also be a hot spot so there's a female spirit um that will go through your clothes in the room especially if it's like female clothes yeah, people have reported. Rude. Yeah, people have reported walking into the bridal suite and seeing their clothes just like suspended in the air. Oh, weird! Like yeah. she's like like holding up on. to herself. Yeah, yeah. She's like, ooh, I like this dress. That's so, exactly like, what she sounds like too. We should have our wedding there, you and I. Yeah, and see <laughs> if our that. wedding dresses get hung up. I love that. Yeah, we, we found that. our venue. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um so staff and or sorry so the door of this room also will open and close can you imagine like it's a bridal suite imagine it's like your honeymoon and you're just like trying to have like your honeymoon and the door keeps opening and closing i'd be so pissed you're like your clothes are just hanging over (laughs) you like can you imagine i cannot uh i kind of like it yeah right This one's really fun. I like this one. (laughs) So the balcony around the lobby, apparently you can also hear laughing as well as like kids laughing. Oh, even worse. Nope. Yeah. Um, You can hear talking and footsteps when absolutely nobody was around. So staff and guests have reported this. Um, Some of the, so some of the rooms in the hotel have like the annoying ghosts. 
there's one room it'll be like 7 a.m and the curtains will just like fucking open <gasps> no that yeah. does not fly that room is 506 so could you imagine i would never stay in that room <laughs> wake up bitches. i'd be so mad <laughs> that's actually like the perfect prank when you're a ghost though it is i'm like i'm the lightest sleeper ever like any like if carl turns the bathroom light on and leaves the bedroom door open it will wake me up yeah or like when he turns on his playstation after i've already fallen asleep the beep wakes me up i love that so much (laughs) every time okay i play video games with Stuart and carl all the time and holly always hangs out with carl on tuesday and weekends and Stuart likes to roast carl because carl's not allowed to play video games that's what he tells us that's what he's it's not true it's not true no so carl will be like i can't play video games because holly won't let me and i'm like you're an idiot first off my rule is just play them while i'm awake yeah (laughs) i don't know why that's so hard that's exactly it because he like always tries to like sneak on and then ends up waking holly up and it's hilarious but we just sit there and roast him just so you know all the time thank you because it's fun filthy liar uh he's used it now though so if like uh we've gone to the movies a couple times mm-hmm. and he likes to go to the late show i'm an old lady i i like to sleep mm-hmm. uh so i'll be like oh i'm gonna fall asleep and he's like oh don't worry if you fall asleep before we leave i'll just turn on my playstation and you'll wake right back up <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like you're not wrong you're not wrong no not at all no um, i should change my alarm to that maybe i'll get out of bed on time for work <laughs> it is a really annoying noise I, don't, I wouldn't blame you at all but you need it's, that bright blue light too yeah so it's just such a pain just let me sleep man just, <laughs> you can't play call of duty god um where were we fuck god damn it carl you're distracting us with your shit <laughs> uh curtains were opening that's yes. why yes i like I'm, I'm looking at the script and you're like this is where we are because I was like, why was I mad at Carl? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> why aren't we mad at Carl? <laughs> um, so 211 also has, like, kid ghosts in it. So don't stay there. <laughs> There's also said to be, like, a more evil entity that re- resides in the hotel. Apparently, staff have been attacked. Like, um, one oh. of the girl's hairs was pulled and arm pulled and, like, being shoved. Uh, one of the rooms where the film um, making staff would stay. Right now, it's kind of like a bunker. So it's not being used. Um so you can't like stay there but someone who previously did stay there like did a demonic ritual in the actual room well jesus yeah so there's like a pentagram on the wall with 666 and someone went in and tried to cover it with um like a cross and 777 because apparently that's like (laughs) reverses it i I think it's like an uno reverse card like (laughs) (laughs) right back at you bitch (laughs) that is the best thing i've ever heard (laughs) <laughs> oh god uh, I, oh, play Uno now. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say let's go play uno um so yeah that happens they play uno in that room <laughs> uh, so this hotel was featured in an episode of ghost adventures and i've got discovery plus side note so i've been binge watching <laughs> ghost so if you've ghost watched adventures. ghost adventures the next probably 20 to 30 episodes will probably follow the show it's <laughs> <laughs> exactly it this was one of the episodes i was like i'm gonna do this because this is funny yeah um, yeah i got discovery plus because it finally came to canada so that's what I've do been you know doing. what i can't even shit talk because the episode like the one i'm doing today i definitely was just like watching on netflix while i was folding laundry and i'm like yeah. i'm gonna do this yeah i mean it's a great it's the best way to find stuff genius and um then you have to search for it it's great um so in the show there's a dark shadow figure that was caught on a security camera footage in the restaurant like bar area um, the same area that the staff member had her hair pulled and 
from the sounds of like the way she described it it was like pretty brutal like she ended up quitting because of it oh wow yeah so now there was a reported suicide at the hotel that took place in 2015 and they believe this person is that shadowy figure that um is like pulling people's hair now when i was doing my research i actually found a reddit form from a lady named rachel quint so her handle on reddit is grumpo pumpo which i'm totally (laughs) fucking here for i love it (laughs) yeah so she posted a reddit form saying it's actually her father oh wow yeah so i I, love reddit for shit like that yeah can we fact check it no is it cool absolutely yeah but like so i wasn't able to get in contact with her so i put her her did you try I tried, but I don't have that's Reddit, amazing. so I... It, oh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's her, her handle. Um, so her father committed suicide in 2015 at the hotel. His name was Sean, or Shane, depending on how you want to pronounce it. And he battled a long, long history of mental health. Um, so she is sure that the figure in the episode is actually her dad. Wow. Yeah. But in the post, she says that you can, like, ask her anything. So if you go to the post, you can literally ask her anything. And it was only posted, like, 11 months ago. Um, So she actually didn't know about the episode or the filming until the episode aired. Um, But Rachel just wanted to let the community know that her father was, like, never evil or, like, his spirit isn't evil or out to harm anyone. She's just asking for everyone to respect that spirits used to be humans and they deserve to be treated as such. So she's, Um, like, saying the evil entity isn't her dad, No. She just said that, like, if that dark... So she said that the dark figure that was caught on camera, she believes it's her dad. It was, like, the same height, build, and everything. And she said if he did pull that girl's hair he didn't do it maliciously because that's not who he was as a person um and so she just wanted to come out and just say that just everyone should be respectful of it there's also like uh like going over to the spirit world or whatever you call it i'm sure you know you need to adjust to it so like it, it could be him like not fully being in control of his new spirit form if that makes sense like or just trying to get someone's attention yeah yeah that's a thing too like you know when ghost and he's like why aren't you looking at me and all this shit like that kind of vibe like yeah yeah, so he's not necessarily mean is what we're getting at exactly but she's like convinced so wild yeah she's like convinced so she actually reached out to the crew i haven't i tried to look for updates i wasn't able to find anything um but yeah so she they found out through um an ad for like the episode so that's how she found out but yeah it was actually her father that's Um, crazy so yeah again rachel quint chivers a little bit chivers right and her reddit is grumpo pumpo so you can go and ask her anything you want she's very open she seems like a pretty awesome person so yeah that's awesome but yeah that's the el rancho hotel that was crazy that was fun yeah just a little one this week because neil's tired we love Zach Baggins. We do. We hate and love him at the same time. He's a little extra, but we fucking love him. <laughs> just, just a little. Just a little. But that's that is wild. That last part, like, right oh. when I was like looking, I like the Reddit popped up, and I'm like, I always want to like view Reddit, and I read that, and I was like, holy shit, you guys. A lot of the like, um, like when I am doing an episode and I say like rumors around the town, I usually like find that in Reddit forums. Mm-hmm. I should I should call out the Reddit forums better because like they're super helpful for research. Yeah, um, I just didn't want her to get upset that we used her in the podcast, but that's yeah. her handle and everything like that. So but yeah, thank you, thank you, Grumpo Pumpo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. So my my episode today is a little ode to our youth. Um. I think Danielle's gonna like it. 
So today I'm talking about the murder of Crystal Theobald and the interesting way her killer was caught. Um, if you're like me and you have a Netflix problem, you've heard this case before. But <laughs> it's fine. That's going to be the new therapy in like 20 years. Netflix? Oh, it's been the only thing that gets me through the pandemic. Like, when I was working from home, that was my only friend. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> the only other voice I heard was whatever I was watching on Netflix. <laughs> That's so funny. That's why I'm And like, then you on Fridays, which is why we're both so unstable. <laughs> that's why I'm like, I'm always like, my son's not going to have any friends because there's, you can't see any babies because one, RSV is going around like nuts. Yeah. And then COVID. I'm like, his only friend is going to be his fucking reflection in, his, in the mirror because he's obsessed with his reflection right now. I mean, can you blame him? Look at him. I know. He's adorable. <laughs> he's adorable. <laughs> but like, that's going to be his only friend. And I'm like, oh, poor guy. You're just a- like mommy. <laughs> you're going to be a serial killer when you're older, aren't you? <laughs> oh that's so funny no he'll make friends it'll be school or something they they figure it out eventually we did it we did it right like yeah. we found each other he'll find Thanks his fuck. holly yeah his... <laughs> he'll find his holly what should his name be like herbert <laughs> that's equivalent to holly <laughs> my mom calls me that sometimes for some reason Does she actually yeah i think one of us I, it was either me or riley when we were babies we or whatever age you are when you were just learning to talk um couldn't figure out like little so for some reason i'm pretty sure it was riley said herbert as like little so it'd be like herbert ducky little ducky herbert bear little bear like that is the f- stupidest is it thing weird? i've ever i'm sorry what isn't it weird it's like she just found a word and like stuck with stuck it there's a lot it. of weird riley stories and it makes sense if you know riley <laughs> poor riley we love her though we love we her do. uh she's a mess <laughs> so yeah back to crystal uh crystal was a 24 year old mother of two living in riverside california on the evening of february 24th uh crystal her boyfriend juan and her brother justin were all in the car together with crystal's mom belinda following behind um Earlier in that evening, Crystal's oldest brother, Robbie, uh, he was driving down the same street and saw a white Ford Explorer, like, randomly pull a Yui and start following him. Uh, He thought it was odd, so he, like, sped up and made, like, some, you know, what is it, like, your three left turns or whatever to see if someone's following you? Um, And he realized the SUV was, in fact, following him. Sketchy. He ended up driving to his baby mama's house and pulled into the driveway, which seemed to shake the SUV off his trail. Uh, He seemed to leave. But now he knows Uh, where your baby mama lives. Yeah, terrible, terrible plan. Um, Unfortunately, Crystal and the others went out in a vehicle that looked very similar to Robbie's. When they approached a stop sign, shots rang out and bullets flew into the vehicle, striking both Crystal and her boyfriend. They... Whoa, I said the same sentence twice for no reason in this. Holly was high. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Four four minutes after the shooting, security camera footage shows the vehicle pulling up in front of a grocery store. Justin pulls Crystal out of the passenger seat and yells for help. But Crystal, unfortunately, did not survive the shooting. She was killed by a bullet wound to the head. Uh, Her boyfriend, Juan, was also injured, but he survived. Um, the, the, uh, Netflix documentary is so heartbreaking. The, the brother's talking about like holding her and he was like talking to her, but then he like felt the back of her head and he was like, Oh God. Like he realized it like at that moment kind of thing. Like she's not there. Yeah. That's so sad. It's awful. Um, so Crystal's mother, Belinda witnessed it all. So she was behind her, like her kid's vehicle. And from behind, she saw the same Ford Explorer that followed her oldest son. 
um, from earlier, he pulled another Yui in the street and raced towards their vehicle. So again, Krista was driving like almost the same car as her older brother. Mm -hmm. So he, he like thought it was her older brother. Um, she saw a man get out of the car. He was holding a gun and she said he was quote, moving his mouth. Like he was working himself up to do it. Like he was like hyping himself up. Uh, then he opened fire on the car. He ran back to the Ford and took off into the night. Uh, so police quickly recognize this as a gang shooting. Uh, one, they're in L.A. It was kind of notorious for gangs at the time, slash possibly still today, I think. Um, I don't fucking get that. Like, like was it like a, a gang versus a gang or like a, a gang initiation? Because that's fucking dumb. Um, we'll, we'll get there. You'll, there's, okay. okay there's, Am I going to get mad? We'll get there. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm probably. Already mad. I'm already mad. Probably. Um, <laughs> I'm already mad. You're so funny. <laughs> Um, so, like I said, they recognize this as a gang shooting, but no one in Crystal's family really had any ties to gangs. Um, that being said, they, I think I talk about this a little later, but they were kind of, like, into bad things. Like, every mem- member of the family was on drugs, and, like, even the mom was on drugs and stuff, but they were not affiliated with gangs. Okay. Um, so they were unable to connect a suspect through Crystal, so they began canvassing the area, asking anyone if they heard or saw anything strange that night. Um, being in the area, no one wanted to help. Everyone's like, I don't want to get retaliated against. Um, I mean, you can't, at that point, you can't really blame people because they're terrified, probably. They're terrified, yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be the one to snitch or whatever. Oh, I'll snitch. Um, Fuck you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Police did take Crystal's family in for questioning, and apparently they didn't really get along. Um, In the documentary, uh, it's called Why Did You Kill Me? Uh, Belinda goes off about how much she doesn't like cops, and it's it's actually hilarious. She's like, I don't trust them. Fuck them. (laughs) All this stuff. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So she claimed that the police mistreated her sons and handcuffed them when they brought them in for questioning. Um, even though one of them was literally shot in the crime, they were treating them like they were like the the suspect almost. Like um, they actually arrested them. Like that's actually what happened. I don't. They were there was never any charges, but they cuffed them for for whatever reason. What? Whatever reason. Yeah, it made no sense. Um, the detective, uh, he, they actually interviewed the detective in the documentary, t- too. Um, he claimed that they were just covering all of the bases, but Bel- Belinda lost all trust in the legal system, rightfully so, and decided to take things into her own hands. Like, okay, so it's not her hands, but we're going to get there in a second. Um, investigators called Belinda into the station when they uh, arrested two alleged members of a local gang. The gang's called the 5150. Um, I sound so gangster saying it. Um, like, like Belinda, that's a lame ass name. I'm sorry. Like here's, here's I, my phone number. You know what's a really cool gang name? The Spooky Hour. Yeah. <laughs> fight me. Um, <laughs> did you say fight me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Belinda swore up and down that she would be able to recognize the killer. She saw his face. Um, she re- uh, she recognized that he was like just a kid and that stood out to her. She kept saying like, he was just a kid. Like he looked so young. Mm-hmm. So she said that she would definitely recognize his face. Um, however, the kid she picked out of the lineup ended up not being the killer. Um, investigators pressed the young boy for hours, but he had an alibi that stood up and they had no choice but to release him. He simply was not the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and Belinda 
had no idea that this would cause such an issue, uh, such an issue in the case. And to be honest, neither did I. I didn't know this was a thing. So because she had presented a, quote, false ID to the investigators, all of her evidence slash witness accounts would no longer be accepted in a court of law. Yeah. That means her description of the killer and the events of the evening no no longer matter to the case. Because she, sorry, I've moved away from the mic, because she can't be held, like, accountable. Like, she, there's, yeah. she's not trustworthy at that point. Which is so silly, because, like, mm-hmm. come on. Like, you just watch really someone bad. murder your daughter. Yeah. And go after your son. And the son was shot, right? So, in the in Crystal's car, it was Crystal and the younger brother, Justin. Mm-hmm. And then Robbie was out in a separate vehicle. Yeah. And so, he's the oldest son. Okay. So, she just saw literally her child die. Yeah. And like, of course, she's, like... She's going to be frazzled and try to find yeah. whatever she can because that's a mother's instinct to do so. Yeah. It's so stupid. I did not know that was, like, a thing. And I was stupid. like, are you fucking kidding me? So, anyways, this is where we meet Crystal's young cousin, Jamie. The two were really close, and Jamie was just devastated over her death. Uh, she was talking to her brother one night about this cool new website called MySpace. Ah. <laughs> somehow they got onto the topic of the gang shooting and her brother was like you know i see members of the 5150 on myspace all the time and then jamie was struck with an idea she reached out to belinda and the two came up with a plan 14 year old jamie was going to investigate the gang on myspace using a fake profile yes girl. Ab- absolutely living yeah this is like this is like what we dreamed of doing this was our, our dream job when we were kids like <laughs> i've definitely done that too it's so easy to make a Facebook oh yeah a fake account back then now it's not but yeah now it's a little harder because like you need if you connect and... your email to it it's like it shows up and people's like, like you may know this person <laughs> my space yeah. was so much easier right um so jamie found a random picture of a quote pretty girl named her rebecca and created a profile that she thought would appeal to the gangs it's actually like pretty funny she puts things like hobbies smoking weed and hanging out um, I love the that. gangsters will love me um so she started adding people who had like the 5150 in their username uh and went so far as to add them to her top eight which is like if you're on myspace you know that's a pretty big deal yeah um she started messaging them one by one, kind of like flirting and acting like she was interested in hanging out with them, which is questionable at 14, but like, I guess it's for a good cause. Um, Belinda Fucking brilliant, co- though. Like, I know. I love it. Brilliant. You should watch the documentary. I think you'd like it. Um, Belinda coached Jamie to question them about what cars they drove because we knew the killer drives a white Ford Explorer. Um, unfortunately, no one was really taking the bait and the conversation started to run dry. Belinda had a really weird idea. Um, she wanted to make a, another profile using Crystal's picture. Uh, hmm. They wanted to get a different vibe from Crystal. Uh, so the gang members would like open up more easily to her. Mm-hmm. They named her Angel. So they used Crystal's pictures, but called her Angel. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jamie describes it as, quote, Rebecca was the booty call and Angel was the one they were going to fall in love with. So they made Angel's profile a lot more like deep and tried to make it like the opposite of this like party girl image that Rebecca was portraying. Um, And apparently the guys loved it. They really took to this angel character and her inbox started popping off. Uh, One man named William Satello sent a friend request that caught Belinda's eye. The caption on his profile photo, on his (laughs) profile, the caption on his profile photo was quote on the real five, one, five, one, 
this is how gangster I am. I can't even get. Yeah, it I was gonna say high. you're the most gangster person. <laughs> <laughs> On the real five one five zero, and I'm down to kill. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> so Jamie and Belinda put all of their focus on him based simply on a gut instinct. Um, Jamie asked more personal questions like what he wanted to do with his life, which apparently was to become a chef. Um, so the two got like close and opened up quite a bit to each other. Uh, like they were talking uh, Angel this angel character her mother was allegedly in jail for drugs and she was talking about how like that affected her life and uh william was like oh my dad's locked away i feel you and they like kind of bonded over that Mm -hmm. um even though it was all fake i Um, love this catfish vibe i fucking love it it's so cool uh well okay you know no it's cool it's cool it's it's for a good cause cause. (laughs) um this progressed into william asking angel to hang out in person like aggressively he did that thing where like uh, Angel would say, I can't go out. I have no ride, which basically screams no. And he goes, don't worry. I got a car. I'll come get you. Like, he tried to make it so she couldn't say no. Um, oh, my God. What's that meme? It's like Spongebob or whatever. And they're like, no. <laughs> have you seen that? I don't know. No. Oh, my God. I'll send it to you after. And I'm like, this is literally. She should have sent that. <laughs> yeah, she should have sent that. No. <laughs> um, so Belinda knew instantly how to use this to her advantage, though. She coached Jamie to ask well, if you pick me up, what kind of car am I looking for? To which he replied, a white Ford Explorer. Oh, shit. Ooh. Uh, so Belinda called investigators right away and shared what she had been up to. Uh, detectives located William and brought him in for questioning. He denied being in the area at the time of the shooting, but detectives kept pressing him and he finally started to crack. So he claimed that he and his pals were just like riding around in his car when a vehicle, which ended up being Crystal's brother, Robbie, sped up and like almost hit them. So William said he followed Robbie because he wanted to fight him for cutting him off, but alleges that Robbie got out of the car and started shooting at them. He then says his friend, Julio Heredia, gets out of the car to return fire, but into Crystal's vehicle. So... I William doesn't know that there's two different cars basically is what I'm getting at um so William claims as he drove away he could see the windshield shattered uh which prompted the uh investigator to ask how his truck fared out in the ordeal William says by some miracle there was zero damage to the Ford Explorer Hmm. in a shootout in a shootout yeah um so investigators knew his story was bullshit to an extent but decided to try to find julio anyways because of an agreement between investigators and william william was released at the end of his questioning uh belinda and jamie were not happy with this response from the police jamie decided to quit the myspace accounts because it was too much for her and she no longer wanted to pretend to be her dead cousin it's actually quite sad in the documentary she talks about how she like felt like she was using it so that she felt like her cousin was still there. Like she thought that she was like, you know, hanging out with her kind of. It's almost like a crutch. Yeah, exactly. So she eventually was like, this is too much. I don't want to do it anymore. So Belinda took over, but she took it to a whole other level. Um, So she started using the same sort of tactics as before, asking, you know, where are you from? Do you have any brothers? What car do you drive? Um, And then she started driving by these houses and taking pictures of anything she thought would be ed- evidence. She regularly called the FBI and ICE on the gang members, trying to target any and everyone involved in the 5150. I can't tell if I hate or love this next fact, but she started researching signs of curses in the Santeria religion and would leave things like black candles and voodoo dolls on their lawns. I have fucking... <laughs> 
I feel like we would be really good friends with this woman. I really, really do, too. Like, you need to watch this documentary. She's nuts. She sounds amazing. Um, So Belinda started befriending members of a rival gang, Casablanca, and messaged them saying... See, that's a cooler name. That's a... I'm sorry. Yeah, that sounds like a gang, right? Yeah. Um... So she would message the rival gang saying things like, William Satello is talking shit about you. He says you're a pussy. <laughs> and the, the Casablanca gang responded in a series of videos. So they like posted videos to their MySpace. Um, so Belinda took it like a little bit too far and told them to roll up into Riverside and look for a white Ford Explorer. Uh, strangely enough, over the next couple of weeks, there were several reports of random explorers being shot, vandalized or set on fire. Um, I hope no one was hurt, like innocent. It's like fucking hilarious. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Danielle looks like she's trying not to laugh, but like just let it happen. I, I just, it's so amazing. I'm so proud. I don't think anybody was killed or injured in those. Okay. I don't think we're gonna stick to that. I would say um, like it's like the pettiness is real, but like it's not petty. At this that is point. beyond. This, this is, is like, like fucking, vengeance. Yeah, this is like justice. Yeah, I love it. She needs to be. A, she needs like a superhero movie or something, right? Um, so investigators tried to get Belinda to back off before she got herself or someone else killed, but she was not done. Belinda, posing as Angel, sent a MySpace bulletin about a massive party to all of her friends on her list. Do you remember the little bulletins? Yeah. <laughs> and you used to like. Do you remember like the list would be like, "What did you have for dinner?" And you'd like answer it, and then yeah. it was, like a like a survey type note thing, and it just like the traveling survey or yeah. whatever. Like it just kept going. Ridiculous. Oh my god. W4W? Yeah. Um, (laughs) PC for PC. (laughs) So in this bulletin, she gave an address that was like in the middle of a desert area where there was no one around for miles. Uh, Her plan was to sit in her car with her gun and wait for gang members to show up and just start shooting. That was her plan. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Belinda, we've stepped over the line. We have stepped over the line. So I don't want to judge too hard because addiction is a very real thing, but... Belinda was abusing meth at this time. Oh, okay. And that's all I'm going to say about the situation. She has since gotten clean. Okay. But I her. think uh, that's kind of encouraged the explosiveness, if you will. The escalation. Of the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so luckily, Belinda's husband and son stopped her from following through with this horrific idea. Uh, they, like, caught her as she was walking out the door. And they're, they're like, where are you going? She's like, I'm going to go shoot some gangsters. And they were like, whoa. whoa hold up. <laughs> whoa. <laughs> you know, just a normal Tuesday. Um, so instead, Belinda ended up having a breakdown that night. Um, she said it just like the reality of how bad she had gotten sort of hit her. Mm-hmm. And uh, she headed to the MySpace page, uh, which is how I got through most of my teenage years. You have a breakdown, you go to MySpace. Yeah. Um, she messaged William Satello asking if he was excited for the party. She made him tell her that he loved her. Then she typed the words, quote, then why did you kill me? This is an angel. This is Crystal Theobald. William never responded to the question and seemingly dropped off the face of the earth after that. No one could find him. Interesting. Um, that gave so, me, like, shivers. I'm sorry, but I actually have, like, shivers. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a really good documentary. I really liked it. Um, and I haven't really seen too many people talking about it, so I think everybody should go watch it. Um, Belinda gave detectives the login to the MySpace page so that they could take over and she could try to take a step back and not get herself fucking killed. Um, they found two members of the 5150 who were in the vehicle that night and took them in for questioning. The 5150 didn't like this and retaliated by burning this, like their house 
down like these two boys oh okay no no no. these two guys that they had arrested um so they at this point the two boys hadn't snitched they just like were brought in for questioning and the gang didn't like it so they burned their mom's house down they were brothers these two guys so after this uh manuel who was one of the two brothers decided to turn his back on his former friends they crossed the line when they burned his mom (coughs) excuse me whoa they crossed the line when they burned his mom's house down so he was he was just gonna tell everything um, I, mean, I don't fucking blame him <laughs> yeah manuel says that the guys were out that night hunting down an suv belonging to a rival gang that had shot at one of their members earlier that day so they saw robbie's car and thought it was the rival gang it okay. was not it was just robbie so the chase ensues. They run into Crystal's vehicle instead. And Julio from earlier got out of the car and just started shooting. Um, so Julio is the guy that did it for realsies. Um, police in Riverside executed a massive raid and arrested several members of the 5150, but could not find Julio. Uh, eventually, one of the members they had got snitched and uh, said he was in Mexico. So the FBI got on the phone with the Mexican police and made some arrangements. In August 2007, 18 months after Crystal's death, Julio Heredia was brought back to California and charged with her murder. The state, backed by Crystal's family, pushed for the death penalty. Uh, In a weird twist, he was sentenced to death, but Belinda requested that the sentence be removed in 2011 after having like a revelation of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of her sons ended up being in prison for gang activity, like <gasps> after the murder. Whoa. And she was like, where the fuck did he get a gun? As if like, she didn't have one for like the shooting thing that she had planned. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, so as much as I love this woman, it's just like, so she had abused meth she owned a gun she was doing all this crazy shit and then she's like how did my boy end up in a gang that's the thing it's like kids are always a product of their environment yes <laughs> always so so yeah her ignorance there is uh it's a little much for me we still love you though, girl we still love you we still love you um so the court ended up agreeing and in may 2011 uh he was sentenced to life in prison instead with no chance of parole That's good. all in all his sentence amounts to 138 years behind bars <laughs> Uh, in 2016, Belinda received a tip on Facebook about William Sotelo, the driver in this now confirmed gang shooting. Police found him living in Mexico, married with four children, and working as a chili farmer. In, t- in 2020, William was sentenced to 22 years for voluntary manslaughter. Bye, bitch. So, uh, MySpace brought justice in this case. Long live MySpace. That is the <laughs> I don't want to say best case, but it's like one of my favorite Wasn't cases. It nuts? He's done. That's fucking. I loved crazy. it. I loved it. It gave me so much like high school vibes, but like we never caught a murderer. But like yeah. my god, we wanted to. Like- yeah. And like also, like congrats to Belinda for literally doing the cops' job. Like literally, it's all you know as as, as questionable so as her actions were, and as dangerous as her actions were, like she did the thing. Yeah. She was she an angry mom and she got it done. She, yeah, she is giving mama bear energy and we're here for it. I love her. Everyone should watch the documentary. It's called Why Did You Kill Me? 10 out of 10 from Holly. I'm going to go watch <laughs> it now. That's my that's going to be my Friday night. You are so welcome. Thank I'm you. going Do you know what I'm doing? 
Uh, Meg the Stallion has a, a new sauce with Popeyes, and I'm mm-hmm. literally going home to go eat the hottie sauce. So I feel like a is hottie. it actually called hottie sauce? It is. I'm so fucking here for that. That is amazing. <laughs> That's my Friday night. I'm gonna eat some hottie sauce. Oh my god. I'm gonna twerk and eat my hottie sauce. I eat like spicy cheese. Like before this thing started, and Holly's like, "It's not spicy." And I'm like, "It's spicy." I had the same cheese earlier today for reference, and she's like. I liked it. It had a nice flavor. And Danielle's just like crying <laughs> here. And I'm like, okay. Holly's just like, it's just pepper. And I'm like, you're a liar. It's not just pepper. There's more to that cheese than pepper. It was the, good though. The funniest part is we are both lactose intolerant. Oh yeah. I'm about to go poop Happy myself. Friday to yeah. us. Yay. And happy Monday to you, I guess. It's not Friday in the future. God damn it. Oh yeah. Happy Monday. I'm sorry that you're starting your week <laughs> off this way. But almost Halloween. Crazy. Almost Halloween. I was going to say Halloween. Hall- yeah, it's Halloween. I like This that. is... I don't have a costume planned, really. I'm kind of stressed. So I'm going to get tattooed on the 30th. And Hannah, who listens all the time, is going to laugh at me because I don't have a costume. But she told me her costume is fucking awesome. And I was like, shit, I have to do something fucking awesome, too. But I've had, like, a bunch of trade shows at work the last couple weeks. I've slept maybe 12 hours this whole week. And I don't I don't have a costume yet. <laughs> Holly, you're going to have to get your shit together. I'm trying. I'm trying real hard. Get your Halloween Everybody shit together. Everybody pray to Satan for me. Give Hannah, if you're all... listening, I'm trying really hard. <laughs> Come on, pumpkin queen. Get your shit together. <laughs> We're literally going to Spirit tomorrow morning before my dentist appointment to try to get some inspiration. Oh I'm not that. usually one for store-bought costumes, but I'm desperate. <laughs> like... You're like, at this point. Remember when I worked at Spirit? That was the best. It was the best thing that ever happened It was actually really, it was a really fun place to work. Yeah. And the best part is it goes away after like a few weeks. Exactly. It's just like (laughs) perfect. And then I get to go back to being lazy. Uh, Anyways, if you have Halloween costume inspo, send us a message, please. Yeah. We have Instagram and it's a spooky hour podcast. We have Twitter. It's spooky hour. And you can email us the spooky hour podcast 666 at gmail.com. I check the email and we have like requests and I'm so fucking pumped for them. You guys. Yeah, we're going to start getting through them because we're both like frazzled right now. So when you guys do our research for research for us, like, thank you. We love you so, so, we love you much. Thank you um but yeah please send me your costume suggestions i'm desperate she's gonna steal them all i'm gonna steal them all i have a few lined up but like i don't think i can make them work in time so help (laughs) i'm just gonna be a mom that doesn't shower i love it i actually i was gonna send you someone dressed their little kid up and she was a mom and she literally has your hairstyle right now uh mm-hmm. they like drew bags under her eyes and then like she's holding like a baby doll and like a glass of wine and i was like oh she dresses danielle for halloween yeah that's danielle that's literally what danielle looks like <laughs> definitely i love uh, that well we hope you have a good halloween uh we'll see if we'll talk to you on halloween we might yeah, we well might. We're, we're recording thursday so like it there's a slight possibility yeah but we won't promise anything <laughs> no promises just hopeful I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Just no promises. That's it. No promises. <laughs> That's it. We appreciate you guys sticking with us during this uh, messy readjustment period. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> if anything, it's going like our stats are better than they've ever been. <laughs> they always get really pumped up for Halloween. Yeah, they do. It's true. It's our time. We love it. Anyways, enjoy your week, guys. Okay, and bye. stay spooky. Stay spooky. Bye.